Nice titties, Bruce. Alright, you pleasant pebbles. Welcome back to another episode of uh, Banged Up with Bruce Oldham. Let me just clip the mic onto this weird beret I have for some reason. Don't ask why, but it's here. And it actually looks kind of good. A little coffee ASMR to get you guys into it. Alright. First of all, how's everybody been? Hope you guys have all been good as me. Because I've been, uh, I would like to say living the dream. Lately, I got a braid in my head. I'm eating healthy again. Starting to get over this little cold I got. Everything's just, it's coming together nicely. Getting back in the mood to just get after it, which is uh, never easy, but always nice. I took a couple days off, uh, I'd like to say last week, just to chill and... One sec, the mic is falling off. Alright, dope. Alright, anyways. Yeah, I've been getting, I've been getting back into the swing of things. I took... I think it was like two to three days off of just my normal like everyday grind. Still skiing hard, but I uh, I got back into the vaping a little bit, which is nice. <sighs> Did I miss nicotine? God damn. But uh, no, like all ski season, all winter, I basically cut myself off from pretty much all that stuff. Nicotine, drinking, partying with all the boys. So uh, now that ski season is done, I, it was nice to take a couple days and just enjoy those things, but uh, back to it now, which is always great. Oh yeah, I forgot to mention, comp season has been uh, ended early this year due to um, due to the one thing you guys probably have all heard about by now, that is the coronavirus. Um, yeah, all ski hills are shut down, so no more skiing, and um, all contests the rest of the season are over with, and basically that's a wrap, but uh, it was a really good season. I honestly really surprised myself with how well I did I put a lot of work in this year and uh, did very well so I'm I'm super pumped on that learned a bunch of new tricks had a lot of fun with everybody got to go on some amazing trips so it was a great year hopefully uh hopefully another one next year anyways um for this podcast we're just going to run through some interesting funny things that's been going on lately some other bullshit that I have in my life and uh our things in general and uh answer some questions at the end but yeah, that's about it. I haven't done a podcast in a while, so we're going to be a little rusty, but we're going to dip back into them pretty heavy now because I think we're all going to get quarantined about two weeks. So that's that. It's uh, the 17th today. A lot of the people in the States have been quarantined because of coronavirus. A lot of people here have been quarantined because of coronavirus. Uh, and everybody's getting told to self-quarantine. It's pretty gnarly. I don't want to act like I know everything about this because I definitely don't, and I haven't done near enough research. Although I did get coronavirus out of work. I thought it was pretty much a joke when it first happened, but as things escalate more and more throughout the weeks, it's like, uh, it kind of makes sense. But anyways, I'll just run you guys through the story quickly. Um, basically, I went skiing one day. I think it was like the third day I got back, second day I got back from uh, my ski trip to Woodward and my contest there. And um, I've been, ooh, that was nice, Bruce. And yeah, I was uh, going like nonstop that whole time. Like I was doing seven days of like skiing nonstop. And I was going like nonstop that whole time. I think I probably had like close to 20 something days on snow skiing. The only day off I had was like one or two days in the airport where I just like was living in an airport. So I was getting like two hours of sleep. So I was like really pushing my body that way. And then when we were in Woodward, like, I don't know if you guys have ever been to Woodward or you know what Woodward is. It's pretty fucking sweet. Uh, but they had a sick like indoor park and everything. So I got free rollerblades every day and just went rollerbladed around after skiing. So pretty much dead. And, uh, we were living in a guy's Airbnb and it was like straight up in the hood in park city. It was super like, uh, it was pretty bad. It was pretty greasy, uh, Airbnb, but it was cheap and none of us could afford anything more. 
And it was actually, it worked out well. It was kind of nice. It matched the vibe of our trip and matched the vibe of my season, to be honest, really. But um, yeah, so we weren't eating too healthy because we didn't really have a kitchen there. So we were kind of eating like whatever we could get for the grocery store that day or like a little bit of fast food in the morning. So just combined with all that, uh, all that skiing and exercise and uh, eating unhealthy, I got back, worked like two nights on like maybe six hours of sleep. And then I did a, tried to do a switch dub 14 at Louis, which probably wasn't a great idea because the jump's a little small. And uh, I honestly haven't tried one before and I didn't do enough setups for it. And I put my knee through my nose. I'll put a video up right here on the screen for you guys watching, not listening to the iTunes version. I think that's the only place I have it up now. And uh, my nose was leaking blood. So then like six hours later, when I went to work that night at Louis, it was still... Uh, clogged up really bad and like dripping and um and the guy I worked with was like freaking out because I was in the airport and uh thought I had coronavirus because my nose was leaking I'm like uh dude like the reason my nose is all plugged up is because I just put my knee through it so I got sent home for three days of work because I thought I had coronavirus and lo and behold I took like what two days off skiing and uh I have a pretty strong immune system and I'm right back where I was but I did uh, did get all the tests or whatever, and I don't have it. I'm just was sick and run down from the weeks before. Anyways, we got the coronavirus nonsense out of the way. I don't really want to talk about it too much because you guys are gonna see that in everything else. Uh, recently, I have found out. Oh, here's a fun fact for you guys. Actually, recently I found out that possums have forked penises. This is because the women possums actually have two vaginas. Therefore, the males must have a forked penis. So there's your fact of the day from Banged Up. Um, oh, so I filmed when I was away for a while. I filmed like travel vlogs kind of, of everywhere I went for skiing. And um, unfortunately, I had to delete it all, which is a huge shame. And it's no one's fault but my own. But when I was away, I put a lot of effort into focusing on my contest season because that's what I came to do this year. And I wanted to work on the social media and the vlogs and stuff. And actually, it's been amazing because, like, on Instagram, I think I've grown, like, 4,000 followers, which is really good. And TikTok, uh, TikTok's TikTok, but I'm almost at 10K now, which is pretty cool, too. But, yeah, I put a lot of work into those things this year. And I don't think a lot of people notice how much work I put in. But, like, I've put in, like, three to four hours of social media work each day. And, like, I've been posting nonstop, so... It's cool to see it's finally paying off. And it's also sweet because I have so many of you guys to talk to and everybody's uh, really interactive. And, uh, you know, we're trying to create a friendly space for everybody to be pleasant. But anyways, I was going to say uh, I deleted all those vlogs because they just weren't up to my standards. I was too busy focusing on um, on competing and just the quality it was all over the place. There wasn't enough skiing content. It was more just um, me talking in the morning and it just... It was all, all over the place and spaced out weird and it just, it wasn't good enough for me to post and I didn't want to put something up that I wasn't proud of. So yeah, <laughs> so it didn't get posted. But the sad part is I spent like probably eight hours editing like a bunch of these vlogs just for me to finally realize that, you know what, it wasn't good enough and I uh, I canned them. I canned them all, but I'm going to get better at it for doing it on trips. I just have to figure out a recipe that works for me to be competing and like be at that headspace to compete and uh, still be able to do all this other social media stuff. Next year, I want to actually work closer with sponsors and uh, hopefully get a budget so I can have somebody edit these podcasts and somebody edit uh, edit the vlogs and edit the Cooking with Bruce's a little better than I can do it and uh, film it a little better than I can do it. Just up the quality on everything by a lot, which would be super sick. 
Uh, I was thinking about starting like maybe a Patreon or something like that, but I don't want to do that yet because I know all you guys that listen to this are probably as piss broke as I am and I can't ask you guys to do that. But anyways, uh, we'll move on from that. Recently, I watched uh, UFC. I think it was UFC 248. Let me just check. Yeah, it was UFC 248 um, with Israel Alessandra and Yo Romero. If you guys don't watch UFC and you're a skier or anybody in general, you should probably watch it because the shit's badass. And also, you should get into martial arts because the shit's badass. And it's also really good for you. You push yourself in ways you didn't think you would. And uh, it's really cool. It's, uh, it's just really good for you. It's helped me a lot this year just getting getting the right mindset to grind. And uh, anyways, so first of all, the main card event, Israel Adesanya and Yo Romero, was kind of a bust. It was pretty, uh, I wouldn't say lame, but it was just wasn't what everybody was expecting. I was expecting a war and... Uh, it was not. It was kind of just a lot of dancing around the octagon. But what I really wanted to talk about was Sean O'Malley in the UFC coming back. So if you guys don't know who Sean O'Malley is, uh, you should check him out. He's, I think he's probably my favorite fighter for sure. Uh, the kid's badass and he's got dope style. He hasn't been able to fight for the last two years due to uh, failing drug tests, but not like on his part. It's been more just like the very, very tiniest amounts of uh, trace supplements that we're in his system and just have been fucking him over. He's a skinny, lanky kid with braids. But anyways, he came back and uh, his first UFC fight, he absolutely fucked the guy up. And it was good. It was it was exactly what I wanted. But anyways, he came back and he uh, he absolutely looked amazing. Just dominated this guy. And yeah, it was, it was really cool to see because I kind of been following what he'd post on social media and everything else. And I've been um, putting a lot of the things he used for training into effect and uh, kind of reading some of the similar books and stuff and doing a lot of breath work and doing a lot of things related to that that I've seen him use and be effective and man to see that guy come back this year and just like dominate with all that stuff and seeing what it's done for me this year too it's been like a little eye-opening but also pretty pretty insane though it was a great comeback so Sean O'Malley you guys should definitely keep your eye out for him um also the coronavirus is like Loki shut down all schools too, so my brother, so my little brother's kind of just chilling around the house. He's somewhere, but I've been teaching him how to trampoline. He decided that this year he's going to uh, ditch hockey and become a skier. So we're uh, we're gonna bring him into the cult, me and Meg. So I've gave him a little uh, daily routine, set up a little uh, plan for him to follow. He's already working on his trampoline stuff, and that kid, like, whew, if he gets good at skiing, you're all fucked. <laughs> he's gonna be unstoppable. That kid's got a gnarly mindset. Um, oh, so one other thing that my girlfriend said the other day that I thought was kind of just, I don't know, it's out there, but I thought it was great. So I'm going to leave this for you guys to say or use whenever you want, girls and guys. Uh, the quote of the day is going to be, got a Glock in my poon. So if you ever got a Glock in your poon, you got a Glock in your poon. There's one other thing I want to bring up before we get into the questions for today. Um, I This year, I've pretty much been living with my girlfriend in uh, her house that that she rents with like six other girls and um I thought it was weird so I like obviously I use the bathroom every once in a while to shower to get ready in the morning whatever you gotta do but um all these girls got so many facial products and they know all this stuff about uh keeping their skin clean and everything like that and I thought it was just I thought it was really interesting that as young men we literally know like absolutely nothing about proper skin care or like keeping like everything moisturized and stuff like that and I was like, what the fuck? Like, I came in here, I was looking at all the products and stuff. I'm like, she's like, yeah, I use this for this and this for this. And all the girls are like, show me how to do everything. And like, 
I started using moisturizer and stuff, and goddamn, does your face feel good, man. I feel like that's something that uh, we should start introducing to young men a little more. Just a little bit of moisturizer in the morning, you know, keep those eyes a little, a little bright. But, I don't know, it's weird. I just, I guess most guys don't even think about that. Me as a kid, like, even now, like, I pretty much don't give a fuck what I look like 89% of the time. And I'm really only there to please myself visually. Like, I'm not dressing up for anybody. I'm dressing up for what's comfortable. And, like, maybe the rare occasion I'll, like, put on something nice. But not often. Especially in the winter. The winter, I don't cut my hair all season for ski season. I just kind of, like, let it grow out. It just gets me, like, hey, you know what? This is what I'm doing. I don't need to focus on the little things like cutting my hair. I don't need to be... Like, you need to stay clean, obviously. But, like, I don't need to... uh I don't need to be like dressing up for anybody. I'm here to focus on what I'm doing. I think that's kind of a kind of a good way to look at it, but it also might be a very bad way to look at it. When I first got to uh, Park City with our ski team, they made me throw out my shoes and my socks because they smelled too bad and I had to go buy new shoes. So maybe just keep your shoes clean. All right, we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do some questions quickly. I just gotta pull it up for you guys wondering. I'm asking for questions on uh, Instagram. I put up a little story before I, I go do a podcast so you guys can ask me questions on there or you can leave questions in the last podcast and I will answer them as well. So whatever you guys want to know, whatever you guys want to learn or whatever you I mean learn, you're not going to learn from me, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but if you want to know anything, just ask the questions. You can either ask it, you can DM me, you can ask it when I post a story about it or you can throw it up on the YouTube comments. So yeah, first question comes from Tony Zook. Vale sucks, not a question, a statement. You're very correct. Vale absolutely blows. And yeah, it just sucks. Vale ruins everything. Next is from Nick Sellyway 16 How the fuck do you spot your landing spinning so many times and off axis? Um, it's all just repetition, man. And like doing a lot of stuff on trampoline. Having good air awareness really helps. Oh, so you work your way up, man. If you like, if it's your first year skiing park and you're learning to do dub 10s or dub 12s, like, yeah, you might be able to get it around. You might be able to land it, but you're not going to have that built in where you like land looking over your shoulder. You land like knowing where you are in the air. So I would say take your time, learn how to spin always, get comfortable looking over all shoulders, do a lot of trampoline work and get that air awareness up. Rob Campbell Squadge, what is your worst on that trick? Um, I'm gonna assume jumps, but we'll do rails and jumps. So worst jump trick on that would probably be switch on that cork nine or ten. I can do them. I just can't do them with grabs nicely. And switch uh, on that rail trick would be switch tails too to the right. I can do it, but if it's a really high urban rail, I catch my tails on the urban rail like 50% of the time and then eat shit. And then Cole Martin 07 are you sponsored by K2 or Line? So a lot of people have been asking me this lately because I've been riding line skis and vocal skis. I'm sponsored by K2 still, and the only reason I'm riding those skis is because they're the, is because they're the only skis I have right now, and my K2s are broken, and my rep does not have a pair of my size right now because I ride extremely small skis because I'm 5'3". So, yeah, uh, unfortunately, I don't have a pair of K2s to ride right now. I would love to get back on a pair of poachers. They're the best ski I've ever rode, to be honest. They're really good all-around mountain skis just for, like, having fun, and in the park, they're super fun because you can butter them and stuff easily, and they're also pretty stable on jumps and doing big tricks. 
the lines and the uh, vocals of Unriding actually are really good too. They surprise me, but um, they're just like, they don't hold up as well in the slush. They're not quite wide enough and they don't have quite enough uh, underfoot to like not get caught up. So I find myself sometimes on slushy March days, I'll get caught up and just taco, eat shit. Our next question comes from Brock Judd. Why is your name Bruce? Uh, it's actually called The Kid and I, because my grandpa's name was Bruce. Makes sense, right? Brock Judd also asked, how do you cork three? And said, give me ski help. Cork threes, uh, I would try to learn them on trampoline. That always helps. But it's really about like setting and getting that one foot up. Or you can carve and dip your head. Cork threes and cork fives are just one that it, you really have to spend the time and figure out. You should know how to 540 on axis first and 360 on axis first. And then like literally just spend two to three days trying to carve it and getting a little flippier each time and like just tweaking with it. It took me forever to figure out. I could do it on trampoline, but like I really just had to step back and take like a solid two to three days of like spending most of those days doing core threes or trying to do core threes until I figured it out. But once you figure it out, super easy. Uh, next, Durham Jones, why do you like skiing? I like skiing because I gotta push myself and I gotta scare myself and I got adrenaline rush and kind of like attention so i got attention being good at skiing or getting better at skiing i guess but to be honest man my biggest problem with being good at skiing and being good at sports and stuff is that i too many things fascinate me like i want to be good at everything and there's not enough time and i have a really hard time just dedicating myself to just one thing so skiing's always been like my main thing that i've been focusing on but i always get sidetracked like for a good part of this year, MMA was like the top priority. I started getting into it again really heavily and I just, all I wanted to do was just drop skiing and focus only on MMA. But obviously then I get another spurt of, wow, like skiing is the thing I'm going to do. So I like focus only on skiing and it's just, it's hard to pick, uh, pick just one because everything fascinates me. I want to get good at wakeboarding. I want to get good at skateboarding. I want to get good at YouTube stuff. I want to get good at podcasts. I want to get good at investing, like just, just, I don't know, everything fascinates me. Like it's just hard because there's not enough time in one life to get good at everything. So you got to pick a select few things, uh, that really interest you and kind of run with those. So skiing is just top priority right now, but definitely good to mix it up with other things for me, like cliff jumping too. And all that other stuff I throw in the mix, but skiing just kind of satisfies all the needs I want. So I put that highest on my list and that's the one we're doing. Uh, Owen Reed, when you tripled, was it 14 or 10? I tried to triple, I was going to do a triple flat 12, but it came around to 10 and then I didn't have time to go to 12. I'll put the video up for you guys watching YouTube quickly. Um, yeah, it was the trip 10, not a trip 14, but I want to take it to 12 and hopefully I can do that when I get a big jump again. Brayden Emerson said dick size to the centimeter. Uh, I don't have a ruler here, but I doubt I'd even need one. Maybe like one of those like little lunchable rulers like this big. Something like that. Uh, I'm not going to try to pronounce this guy's name. He said, film some gymnastics. I will. I actually used to do gymnastics and coach gymnastics as a kid when I was like 14, 15. So <clears throat> one day I'll film it and I will post something for you, man. C Purcell 2 What is your height in tortilla chips? All right. Hold the phone here. We're going to actually test this out. So I'll be right back. Exactly 37 tortilla chips long. Lincoln Parrot asked, how do you like working for Park Crew? Um, Park Crew is a super sick gig. And if you're into skiing and you're not too worried about making a lot of money, it is the perfect thing for you. For me, it helped me like so much this year, just like getting ready for contests and stuff because I was able to like make money and like still practice skiing and train and stuff. And I worked night shifts. So a lot of the time 
uh, when I wasn't raking features or like uh, helping other people out that were injured. I was just spending it doing like comp runs in the smaller park at Mount St. Louis. And yeah, like honestly, man, it's like, it's a super sick gig. If you're just going to ski and want to get better and you're not too worried about money, man, I would do it. I would definitely do it. Uh, next question. Uh, Willard Ozane, what's your opinion on corks and does it have to be a little off or parallel? So I guess you're meaning like, does a cork have to be fully upside down or can it be like just a little wobbly? I think it can be just a little wobbly to be honest, man. It doesn't really matter. It's all up to your personal opinion and it's like kind of a style thing. Like what do you like more? Um, if you're going to do like get into like things like double corks and triple corks and stuff, you got to have a proper set or a somewhat of a proper set because if you just set like super flat, you're going to have a hard time getting around like a triple 14. But then again, if you do like a switch triple you could do it like really wide, it's kind of all the way you think about it. Um, I would say as a general rule, your feet have to come at least parallel or over your head. You gotta get them up here at least for it to count as a flip. Doesn't have to be a fully upside down, but at least like level to over your head. Mark Draper, who did you vote for in level one super unknown wildcard spot? Well, Mark, that was 100% you, baby, and I hope you get it because I would love to see you in super unknown more than anybody else. Kai Smart, where's the vlog? The vlog you're talking about, Kai Smart, is the Aspen vlog. We have addressed this. It has been canceled. Uh, Frederick252 asked, how old am I? I am 21 as of September 12th. So, getting up there. Aton Bordeaux, what's your favorite childhood memory? Oh, that's a good one. Um, give me a sec to think about this. Alright, so this has became kind of a reoccurring issue and it's really starting to get on my nerves a little bit. Um, I am filming these podcasts live with my cameras so I can put the videos on YouTube and... For some reason, my cameras will shut off and stop recording about 20-ish minutes in. So I always forget to keep checking, but I don't know why they do that. And if anybody has any uh, ideas on why they do that, I would really appreciate it. So yeah, help the kid out because it's really getting on my nerves. So what's my favorite childhood memory? Uh, favorite childhood memory is probably just spending time with my family, doing little things like fishing and uh building rails in the backyard or going like hiking. I don't know, just little things like that. I really like, really enjoy those things. Rocco Caruso, pros and cons of comp skiing compared to filming a part and, or an edit, I guess. Um, yeah, so pros and cons of comp skiing is definitely a pro is you get really good at all the basic stuff because you have to. A con is you're definitely not good at uh, the style part. Most comp skiers have very minimal style. So that's where coming into filming a part, skiing or doing video parts helps with that. <clears throat> I would say another pro of comp skiing is you really do get all those tricks that you need necessarily. I would say nowadays comp skiing isn't good for some people because they get really stuck on the idea of like only doing the tricks they need in their one comp run. Like I'm only going to do a right cork nine to a switch dub nine to a dub 12. Yeah, or... Other than that, they have no other tricks or accesses. Uh, when I was a kid growing up comp skiing, so like I guess five years ago, I think this is good coaching, but I was always told every axis, every grab, every direction. So for me, comp skiing was really beneficial that way because I really got like all my tricks, every direction, and I'm very well-rounded when it comes to the smaller tricks. And then it took me a little longer to get into the double corks and stuff like that because I was spending time working on those uh all rounded tricks, but I think that's huge being well rounded. Uh, 
that's also another thing with filming and part skiing is that you can get caught in just doing the tricks that you like and that look good for on film, but not really trying uh, something different. Like you could have like the nicest cork five blunt one way, but you just never do it to the right or you're a wrong way because it looks way better your good way. I hope that answered your question. Uh, filming uh, and part skiing is super fun, but can also be very frustrating too when you are not landing tricks in uh either filming or comp skiing. Filming can be super frustrating hitting urban setups for like hours and hours or days on end and not getting that one trick. That is a, that's a real test. Patrick Lindsay. Oh wow, what a great question to end it off on. Did you start the virus? I absolutely did not. And uh, shame on anybody who did. With that being said, smash that like button. Hit subscribe if you're feeling so inclined. And if you're listening to it on iTunes, just give it a little, uh, little five-star rating maybe even a comment if you're feeling nice really helps me out so more people get to see it and uh, I'm not putting all this time in just to tickle my own balls with that being said I love you all and I'll see you in the next episode of the podcast